So, Sucker Punch, the movie by Zack Snyder, a.k.a. Zack, the bottom of my testicle, Snyder. The guy who did Watchmen <laughs> 300. Yeah. Which yeah. were decent movies. They, they were good movies. What, what went wrong here? You know what? I think that uh, the whole thing about Sucker Punch, the reason it stars a bunch of scantily clad women, is that after 300, which was just a bunch of nude Greek guys running around, and Watchmen, which... Did have a giant smurf with his dick out the whole time. Zack Snyder had to prove that he's straight. He had a horrible case of the not gays. It, it, it's like it's like that guy who tries to prove he's straight so bad you just think he's gay. This is this that this is this movie. It tries so hard to be artsy. It it's a hipster movie. No, it's not a hipster movie. This movie tries so hard to be artsy. It tries really hard it's to like, be. A hipster it's like someone movie. failed art school. And they're like, I still want to do this shit. So this movie's the cinematic equivalent of Hitler? <laughs> uh, what the hell point was I going to make? Well, something. This uh, is going to be incoherent as fuck anyway, so. Like the movie. What yeah, yeah. This, no, you should unedit this. This fits the movie. This is the only way we can give a riff justice. It's by being the same as the movie. Just, ah. So, I have to be vapid and not wear my clothing is what you're saying. Yes. And you have to fight Nazi zombies in World War One, And use Russian weapons and... But anyway, like, the way the trailer was cut for this movie, and misleading as fuck as it was, you I... Know what, you know what it did? It cut out all the girls. There was no girls. Well, I didn't know there, there was, was hints of them. There was hints, but not as characters. You just thought there was some, just, like... Inception... Inception's trailer showed what Inception was gonna be. Yeah. Because it didn't need to hide behind it. It was a good movie. I swear to God, the Sucker Punch trailer had some guys in there that looked like main good guys. I seem to remember that, but I could be wrong. I don't know. It's a trailer. Who pays attention? Well, I did, because I thought this was going to be good. It cut out... I didn't even know there was an orphanage until like one scene where it says, whatever the name was, orphanage. I'm like, huh. So maybe she's just... There was no orphanage in this movie. Was I? No. No, not orphanage, insane asylum. Oh, asylum. Well, basically the same place. <laughs> you think you think Zach cares about that? No. Anyway, um, but I keep going back to Quentin Tarantino for this film. But the way the trailer was cut, I thought like we were basically going to get you know, uh, Brad Pitt and his group of Nazi killing tough guys, gender swapped into you know a bunch of tough chicks going and romping through these different fantasy locations. That's what I thought we were going to get. And I, th I didn't think it was going to be necessarily good, but I thought it was at least going to be fun. See, I, I, I was talking to, you know, Chance earlier about what I think the plot's going to be. I'm like, okay, these girls have to deep dive, you know, dive into their minds to unlock shit, like Inception. They have to do certain things to unlock something they've probably forgotten. And that that, that would have been better. It, <laughs> like... If they copied Inception, it would have been good. Copied Inception, mixed it with Shutter Island. It, it, this movie should have been Kill Bill. Take that style and just go, just have fun with Kill it. Kill Bill plus Inception instead of burlesque and <laughs> Nazi zombies. I can't <laughs> do it. It's no, no, no. The scene from Quentin Tarantino's Eighth Grade Notes. Yes. No, the scene from the World War One was cool. It was Doomsday Britain. Shit was exploding. Zeppelins were bombing. You know that famous church that the Nazis firebombed? 
you know, it was kind of half burned out. Yeah. That was that church. Yeah. That was that same. They, why would they mess with an iconic image like that? And <sighs> I don't know. Why was the cast a bunch of cardboard cutouts <sighs> with names like Rocket? They remind me of Rocket Power. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm gonna try and name all the characters. We had Baby Doll, who was the vapid blonde who always looked constipated. And her dance was yeah, her dance robotic. was mesmerizing. Yeah, it was so mesmerizing. Did Stephanie Meyer write this? You know, it was so mesmerizing. The uh, cameraman forgot to turn the camera on. <laughs> Thank fucking God. It gave Gomez Adams a boner. I'll get to that guy in a second. But uh, let's see. We had her. We had. Sweet Pea, um, ostensibly named after Popeye's son, uh, as the bitchy, vaguely matriarchal older stripper in, uh, I almost said Bella's, <laughs> in Baby Doll's weird stripping fantasy. And then we had, um, crap, we had Blondie, and she was a brunette, played by Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, got naked on the internet. That's about it for her. Yeah, that's uh, her only shot of fame. I I can't believe it's going to be Guy Greenwood. Then we had Amber, and she was that was, that was a name. Yeah, that was like her. The only reason name. I know that is because it was written on her fucking helmet in that one scene. Oh yeah, she was the helicopter pilot from like Vietnam or something. And she was Boomer from Battlestar Galactica. Um. You know, I'm missing uh, Rocket, whose only characterization was, I'm Sweet Pea's sister. Yeah, I'm frail and shit. I, I got stabbed. <laughs> you know, she was, the, she was the only girl that looked kind of cute because she kind of looked like tomboyish and like your childhood friend. That was the only erotic thing about this movie. Like, the they wore like leotards or whatever the fuck those you had, paladins. You had slutty. You had bustiers. You had slutty samurai. Or you had slutty schoolgirls. Japanese schoolgirls. Okay, yeah, let's let's talk about the subcultures. Fighting evil by moonlight, living fucking love by daylight, or whatever. That's insulting Sailor Moon. <laughs> the fact that this movie can insult Sailor Moon is a testament to its quality. <sighs> like, this movie was obviously aimed at someone who likes Japan. This movie was <laughs> obviously aimed at nerds who live in their basement. It, it's it, it's like David Art wrote a movie. <laughs> like no 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 no. They tried flashy like visuals, really kind of somewhat piss poor cameras angles, shitty. You know, you know they do literature on that. Well, if you can call it that. Towards the end, that whole spinning camera thing after she had gotten her brain lobotomized almost made me vomit. That was ten seconds of it panning to her. You could have been like shoo. No, I mean after that when they're walking through the halls, it's like shoo. I know this movie wasn't in 3D, but I swear to God it looked like it was. I was watching it in 3D and I'd forgotten my glasses. I'm surprised this shit didn't get a 3D release, honestly. I mean, it seems like the you know the exact type of movie that you would hack up post-production to do a really shitty 3D conversion just so you can milk more money out of the box office you because mean, you know the reviews are going to be crap. You mean My Bloody Valentine, basically? My Bloody Valentine, but that was that shot in 3D? I don't know. I but I really remember. feel that but was like Capcom. Alice in Wonderland. I haven't seen that yet. It what it was bad too. Uh, how can they? Anyway, we're getting off topic. This movie was aimed at. I, I gotta say, otaku's. <laughs> no, no, otaku's and the way it is now, that kind of mixes with video game players because the nerds are this nerds. Nerds. It's the same pot. It's the same people. 
and you know, I, I do enjoy anime, and I do enjoy you know shit like Modern Warfare. None, none of this was was anything that I I enjoyed. This was there was nothing in that movie I enjoyed besides that World War One scene. But they fucked that up, and and I like it how they try everything to avoid you know putting a swastika. But there was still, by the movie's description, Nazi zombies. Um, this was like a Fox News mock-up of some weird <laughs> Japanese video game. This is, it, it's like World War One. the Nazis were everywhere. The Nazi zombies, well, they're, they're World War One German zombies, I guess. Uh, they're brought back to life and maintained by steampunk. Gears and shit. Gear, gears and steam power. So when you stab them, they bleed steam. I'm like... It looks like you've censored a video game for Australia. It's like he tried to mix Nazi zombies, World War One, and steampunk. And he doesn't realize those were all separate time eras. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean, honestly, I don't really care about the historical anachronisms so much as how the rest of the movie fucking sucked. What? Then one of the girls is shooting down all these Nazi German, you know, Empire... With a Russian rifle. I know you pointed that out. No, no, no. That was later. The submachine gun? Yeah. That's a German make. Oh, was it? Yeah. That was irony, I guess. Oh, yeah, that. Um, Yeah, she was using... uh, Well, they were using M16s and shit. Yeah, yeah. They were using, like, these cheap props of, like, M4 carbines. I'm like... What am I watching? I don't care about that. I care about the fact that they somehow made me bored when there was a hot Asian chick and a robot. Another thing, the, the robot. The robot looks like the re, the re-entry VS the robot, from uh, Lost Planet. The robot that's on the, on the fucking poster. It's in the trailer. And it's in the trailer for about as long as it is in the movie. Yeah, it only showed up during that World War One scene where it, it, amazingly, it. amazingly stomped on one guy, shot down like three planes... And you never saw it. And then it gets its arm fucked up and flies up in the air until, like, after the scene's, you know, over and the music's starting to come back to signal the transition back into stripper reality. Back into the horrible movie. Yeah. No, no, back back into another segment of the horrible movie. These action sequences weren't any good. Like, let's get off the action sequences because we're spinning our wheels here. Let's go from the top. You have an opening set to some crappy emo song. Evanescence. I, I swear to God, that was, was somebody. It? I, I, I had to be. That so was... yeah, some crappy emo song, which I swear to God, I thought was a trailer for for know. probably about two minutes until I realized, you know, this is a long trailer to not have a narrator come in and say, from the asshole of some guy comes. You know, that tra- if it was a trailer, that probably... I would have been like, oh, this is a trailer for a better movie. <laughs> and I, I, would have, I would have been like, not seeing that shit, but anyway. Um, you know, and you have the dude. Uh, obviously, her mom dies. She looks 12. Why is a 20-year-old woman still living at home? I mean, I guess it is the 50s. Which we didn't even figure out until much later in the movie. No, it was like, oh, this is, looks kind of 40s. Then the stuff kind of looked like 50s. And then the movie described the it as 60s. Yeah, but the fucking movie itself says it's in the 60s. But that, doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. I didn't, she looks somehow 12. Like, I made the joke in the movie. Uh, they can't put her in an insane asylum. She's only 5 and 20 or 40 abs years old. <laughs> <sighs> 
But yeah, so, you know, she gets framed for her sister's murder, whatever. This, this looks stupid and overwrought, but it could be the start of a good movie. Then Oh, and, and the police, of course, believe the scratched-up drunk dad. He, he just downed, like, all this whiskey and shit. And the cops believe him. The cops believe him. Well, it is the 50s. I, I guess everyone did get drunk then. Everyone got drunk and... Beat their wives. Oh, wait, movie. he couldn't beat his wife because she was dead. <laughs> Going on, jokes aside. Anyway, um, when we get into the insane, insane asylum, we get to meet the guy who is later going to become, I swear to God, Raul Julia as Gomez Adams. He looks almost exactly like him. And with none of the charisma. I thought I, I thought I thought he was just going to be a charismatic guy who didn't really care about, like... I didn't really expect him to be, like, a rapist, basically. Or, I expected him to be a businessman. I, I expected him to have characterization. I expected him not to be a boring sleazeball. Every single scene he's in, you know, it shows the keys, and we'll go into that later. That's, that's not even about Every, Every scene he's in, he, he acts... <sighs> There's no character to him. It's like, it's like Snyder wrote this part. Okay, he, he he's he, generic evildoer. He you know he uses and abuses these girls, and he in some scenes he's like kind of crying. How do you abuse the girls and look really? How do you like use and abuse someone and look incredibly bored at the same time? Yeah, it's like he didn't want to do it. Oh, well, everyone looks bored in this movie. <sighs> then then you have broken accent, Vieira, just. The whatever her last name was. The <laughs> doctor. doctor. No strength. <laughs> <laughs> she had the broken racks, you know, the Russian accent, even though she was from Poland, I think. Because she used, like, Polish. I guess it was Polish therapy with acting out. Yeah. It, that that, that, that kind of made sense. Somewhere. But anyway, you have fucking, and his name's Blue Jones, which, we again, we don't get his name, so. We just get Blue. We get Blue. We don't get the Jones part. We don't get, we don't get anyone's name. This will be... Baby Doll is just her weird stripper fantasy name. We don't even know what the hell she was called in real life. Um, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> her, you know what her name in real life was? Mary Sue. There we go. I I'm not the I'm not the main character. You are, but the movie's been focused on me the entire fucking time. Yeah, but we're getting ahead of ourselves on that one. So we have stepfather payoff Gomez to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep calling him Gomez. Adams. What was the dad's name? Hitler? <laughs> he looked like Mussolini, like a fat Mussolini without the uh, mustache. Um, they just call him. He didn't have a name. No one in this movie had like. Fucking a, Gomez refers to him as Daddy. I, daddy. I, 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 I know he was kind of trying to be sarcastic, but I thought he was serious. I was like, so this dude has an illegitimate son who runs an insane asylum? No, it's, it's like, you know, in the 50s, of slang is like, you dig, Daddy O. It's like he fucked that up, too. It's like he looked up the Wikipedia page for the 1950s. He's like... No, they called people dad then. Yeah, like, no. no, you say daddy-o. You try to put, like, a little slang on it to make people think it's in the 50s. Ah. Anyway. Should we go, so... should we go about the dialogue? Because the dialogue was fucking horrible. Every fucking scene was... Anytime the girl talked, I just ignored it. She always looked like she had to poop. I swear to God. I'm glad she didn't have a lot of talking parts because she... Yeah, her first line is after she gets into her... Which, we'll get to that. Let me let me get through the plot here. Okay, so there's... Stepdad is going to pay off Gomez to give this chick a lobotomy, but she has to be there for five days um, until the special doctor can come in with his hammer and spike 
and ruin her brain. So, like, then we immediately cut to the lo- lobotomy being fo- performed, and I was like, wow, this movie's gonna be fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be like, tink, end of movie. That's what it should have been, but no. It and goes then on. he goes to hit her with a hammer, and then we switch to a completely different actress, which, you know, floored me. I was like, are they seriously going to pull the whole, she's a different actress in her dreams thing? I mean, no, it was a completely different girl, though. Yeah, it was a completely different girl, uh, who, but we didn't who, know that. Who turns into the main character, or the only, the only surviving character at the end of the movie, but we'll go. Yeah, but we we didn't even know who the fuck she was, so I was like, they're not switching actresses on us, Oh, they, they changed the doctor to some, like, skinny, like, woman. I don't... The, the person doing the lobotomy. Yeah, I know. I, continuity, when... Fuck... You, you know, the whole, entire point of doing a movie with dream sequences is that you're supposed to anchor it somehow, normally, by having the same characters, which they do, but they fuck up in weird ways. It's, it's like, in their dreams, they just become sluts. <laughs> it's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, you know, we get a whole movie reset. We're now in weird Moulin Rouge, Rape Dungeon, Stripper Land... Blue now looks like his namesake of Gomez Adams with what with no. his fake mustache and too much eyeliner. Whenever they go from the asylum to the Moulin Rouge, that looks like the fifties. That looks cool. You know, that looks like, you know, something I would I, mind. that's the only thing I'll give this movie is that the set design not in the action sequences, but Oh just, no, but no. No. That was all CGI. Who gives this? That shit? was crap. That was like that was D War level CGI. I expected that out of Asylum's asshole. But you know, when they're in that place, not even really when they're, you know, just around, because when they're, like, in the dance hall preparing to do, like, when they're practicing and when they're <laughs> scrubbing floors and when they're in the kitchen, that just looks like generic building. But when they're, like, in the dressing room or out in the stage area, that looks like the 50s. Yeah, that, that looked cool. That basically looks like Moulin I mean, Rouge. All, all the clients look like mobsters. That was kind of cool. <laughs> the mayor is the pimping as fucking... Oh, God, the mayor best is... Best character in the movie. He doesn't say anything. No, he doesn't, but best Good. character in the movie. Good. He has the best dialogue because he doesn't say anything. He's the most developed because we, we know, like, due to the song they were playing, he wants it all. He wants it all. He wants it all, and he wants and it now. Because, because of the cigar, I can't get it out of my hair. I'm glad she got shot in the back of the head. <laughs> Going on. Anyway, so we enter that. She's Baby Doll is supposedly the new dancer. Um, but yeah, I thought they were going to do the whole actor switch on us. Like, I was no. gonna be like, come on, I can. I gave the imagine or Mr. McGorham's. No, it's not Mr. McGorham's Wonder Emporium. That was a shitty Dennis Hopper movie. Um, I gave the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus a pass because Heath Ledger died and. You know, I mean, God rest his soul. But Terry Gilliam needed to find another way to figure out how he's how he's going to finish this movie. And the movie already had weird scene transitions where things look completely different. That's another. That's a good example of a movie that is very surreal and dreamlike in a good way. But you know, so you can have Johnny Depp step in, and then later I think you and McGregor as the same character when they switch, and yeah. that's fine. But anyway, so that was just like kind of a whiplash-inducing uh, weird transition. But then, you know, we have the stepdad handing off Baby Doll, and he's now a priest for some reason, yeah. handing her to Gomez Adams, and supposedly now she's going to get sold off as a sex slave to the High Roller. 
And I find it really pissed me off that they kept referring to, his, to him as the High Roller. Yeah, it was the Lobotomy Doctor. He's yeah, supposed, it was, he's supposed to come in five days. It was, yeah, I, I get that. That doesn't, that doesn't even make sense. But so... just calling him the High Roller. Daddy-o, it fits the 50s. How about you, you just dig? fucking... You know what? You dig? I can think of something that they did in fucking Streets of Rage. You know what they call Mr. Big. Is that that hard? Or what... Kingpin from Daredevil. Oh yeah, the same same kind of character. I mean, I think the Kingpin's probably copyrighted. True, but the Kingpin. I'm not even talking about characterizations. We never see that guy until the end, and he just says like three things and gets kicked in the balls. But they keep calling him the High Roller. That's really awkward to say. What? What? This movie having awkward dialogue? No. (laughs) But we we got to talk. I think we have to make little separate, like, kind of spaces for the action sequences because they kind of play out like different The action movies. sequences slam, like, the scene transitions oh. slam into one another with all the subtlety of a train wreck on fire. It, it's like, it's like someone, like, you know, they do kind of like a video on YouTube. It's like you shoved a marching band up a cat's ass, the scene transitions in this movie. That's that's an insult to cats everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's like someone with uh, Windows Movie Maker edited this movie. <laughs> that's how good it was. The music is shitty enough. Okay, I, I kind of want to go into the first main action sequence. When the All first, right. The so first time she starts When to... she starts dancing, and by dancing I mean swaying back and forth. Like she has Parkinson's or something. <laughs> she sways. She sways twice. No, so every time it's just, huh? One, huh? two. Close up her eyes. Her eyes closed. Zoom around. She turns, snow. Snow. She, no, and she turns her face. It's either snow or it's red lighting or different lighting. Oh, no, no, no. The first action sequence was the samurai. Yeah, that was the, snow. Uh, the uh, the one that kind of ripped off Samurai Jack. And almost oh, God, yes. Okay. Um, I'm fine with establishing, you know, uniform scene transitions. Yeah. But they suck. Yeah, that was that they wasn't good. that wasn't good at all. The first action she, sequence. She, they suck yes. uniformly. Yeah. Well, speaking of uniforms, she's in the Japanese schoolgirl outfit. It's like she knew she was gonna be like a weeboo. Anyway, Is she Usagi from Sailor Moon now. Sailor Moon. That's an insult to Sailor <laughs> what Moon. What are all these funny symbols? <laughs> <laughs> That's Japanese, you idiot. Anyway, no, no, she 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 talks. To, I don't even remember his name. Was he ever named? He was... David Carradine? Whatever. Like guy? Whatever. Ish? She she gets a sword. He explains you gotta get these four things, which include a map, keys, a lighter, and a knife. Okay. Did they explain that then? Yeah. He said you need to get all these things. Oh, I wasn't fucking paying attention. I don't know how I remember that. <laughs> Good for you, man. He's like... I'm surprised he didn't talk like a... Like someone who's Japanese would be like... Duel. Well, he was going to be in later scenes, so... Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, he, he he's, I guess, an established character? Yeah. I don't know. He's a person. He ate... Oh, unfortunately. Anyway, so she gets the katana and a nice shiny Colt with two magazines. Keep in mind, two magazines, that's all she gets. And you can tell this so painfully wants to be Kill Bill so hard. It's like katana... Okay, we know this this fits the era. You know who was more believable as, like, a samurai? Who? Katana Master Tao. <laughs> Fucking Steven Seagal. You know, that name translates <laughs> to Mongolian to ham. <laughs> Katana Master Pork Planks. Oh. Well, katana she, Master no, Chinese she gets, Takeout She gets window. a katana. So that goes in my mind whenever she starts having these things. 
she gets weapons that fit the time period. That would have been that, that would have made sense. But no, she gets a nice shiny Colt. I'm like, and that I was willing to give the movie that kind of has style to it. You know, it was a nice. It was a really shiny Colt. It looked cool. That was a nice. Prop. It looked that like could have been a real gun. It looked like the golden gun from the James Bond franchise. But there was sadly no third nipple in this She could movie. still kill in one hit. Yeah, there was sadly no third nipples in this movie. Or there were no nipples. nipples in this movie. It was PG. You could tell this is going to be a train wreck. So she steps outside. First thing she sees. Giant three, rock monsters. No, three. Three samurai. Giant rock monsters. Rock, rock lobsters. Yes. It would have been way cooler if they were just regular samurai. Yeah. No, it was... From a distance, they looked normal. Yeah, they looked fine. But then when they got up there, like... Oni! Ha! And that guy was wearing, like, a Tengu mask for some... But I am Japanese. I will stab you in the... Duel! And now, before we get into the mechanics of this action sequence, I want to give a little backstory on what this is ripping off. We probably will end up doing this multiple times in the course of this half-assed, lame attempt at a podcast, but, um... There's this episode of Samurai Jack where, you know, long story short, he goes into a mountain. He has to fight a Scottish warrior who's gotten turned into a rock monster by the evil wizard. Wait, is that the same one with the machine gun leg? Huh? The same Scotsman? The no, one the... different... Uh, that but he's not a awesome. Scotsman. He's more like a Nordic dude. But he's a rock monster. And Jack has to fight him with a katana, obviously. But, uh... When... when... They get stabbed in the action set piece. And by the way, the action Samurai Jack is so much better in this movie. But yeah. when he gets stabbed, he has, like, shiny white light coming out of his uh, legs and shit. Well, that was like anything in Samurai Jack. Well, or yeah. anything Aku-related, basically. And when these giant rock monsters get stabbed, they have shiny white light coming out of well, their limbs. Well, it's, it's like that episode of Samurai Jack where the world's kind of fucked and those robot samurai just wander around killing people. And he has to fight all seven of them. It's supposed to be like the seven samurai. Yeah, except... Those guys were cool. Not as cool. No, those guys, they, they were terrifying. These guys, red eyes. This was a seventh grader's idea of cool. This is... This, this, is, so, this is someone this who watches Naruto and thinks that's, that's how Japan works. <laughs> Because you think you had giant ass rock monster samurai with red demon eyes and Duel. a really really shitty emo soundtrack playing, while some uh, barely legal chick and uh, <laughs> or at least barely legal looking. She's supposedly twenty, but I'm not sure, sure about funny. that. Barely legal looking chick. She's a cult and katana and a tiny Duel. tiny ass little Japanese school. She girl makes Deadpool it. look bad. What do you mean look bad? Because he uses katanas and pistols. Yeah, but Deadpool's cool. <laughs> At least he's funny. Um, anyway. So she, she, well, she gets her ass kicked. Then she, what does she do to start beating him? I think she tries. <laughs> Emotes. She has like, feeling. No, 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 the, 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 uh, the three, ro- you know, I was both called robot samurais. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They might as well be robot samurais. Yeah, the three rock samurai. They send one because they know they're going to kick her ass. Well, the, yeah, the guy with the pole, the Tengu mask, he, he beats the shit out of her. And let's, before we get into what I know you're going to get into, let's just deconstruct these action sequences, because they all flow the exact same way. We have, girl meets up with threat. Girl gets punched by threat once. Girl has punches thrown at her by threat several times, and does slow-mo bullshit to dodge whatever the threat is throwing yeah. at her. Well, at least this is the first one, so she can hit, like, four times. Yeah. And she gets thrown around and, like... But then she does samurai magical neo bullshit. 
Yeah, yeah. She she jumps. Somehow, it's it's like this movie didn't understand how physics and momentum work. It, it's like someone. Uh, I'm fine with sacrificing fit certain things for the overall style of a movie if it works. This this style doesn't work. If this it was, works, this this is like. Anyway, so the guy who with the pole, he acts like someone with a pole. He starts beating the shit, like doing weird moves, and it works until she she pulls this bullshit. Okay, so she she actually kills him. Like, oh, by the way, how the hell does she has have the arm strength to, uh, you know, block block a gigantic thirty foot high pole? I do like how when her. she gets hit, she kind of holds her ground, but she gets pushed back like anime style. She has high heels. It'd be like <laughs> this movie doesn't know. No, how. I think her. I think that her. She would be crushed by the pole as all the bones in her body were broken. One can only wish. <laughs> okay, so the samurai probably knows since he wasn't outside that he probably died. So they send the next one in, <laughs> and it looked it looked it looked like he didn't have any weapons. Yeah. So he goes in there, rocket launcher. Okay. Like we're talking like AT four. Like this is something in the nineties. Like the Soviet. I was like that wasn't a rocket launcher. That was not a rocket launcher. That was like one of those Shoot. old. Japanese bombs with like the paper it would, on it. It would have been cool if it was like an imported like Chinese like the there was a there was a clan the Hojo they like to use like explosives and shit. Yeah, like in like it would have been an old explosive. But no, it was like a modern rocket launcher. <laughs> One shot, he throws it. Well, we see he has a backpack. I'm like, oh god. That's <laughs> cool. I saw Chain gun. <laughs> Not only that, the chain gun has all. It's still Japaneseified. I will show you the ancient art of the chain gun. It's fire as two hundred bullets. <laughs> so he starts chain gunning and missing somehow. Every single shot. First shot ever. Okay, so he starts shooting everything, and she kind of tricks him by like staying under a pole and running the other direction yeah. to get closer. So he eventually knocks down all the all the um, all the shit, all the pillars, and the, the guy's gone. By the way. Japan. He Japan. <laughs> like I wanted to do from this movie. He Japaned away. Like I wanted to do with this movie. So she she beats him in like one hit. He's kind of still alive, but the building falls on him. Okay. So the last... Uh, no, she didn't just beat him in one hit. She beats him by slow-mo jumping and stabbing him in the eye all hardcore like, oh, he's trying to raise the Gatling gun barrel. and It's like my Japanese animes where Source beats gun. Deal. <laughs> Believe it. No. Not a gun, X sword. I don't even remember what happened with this. The guy, the guy with the uh, the straw hat. Oh, the straw hat guy. Did well, basically they set it up so that they're gonna do the whole generic anime, or not really generic like anime, standoff generic kind of thing, samurai like... movie standoff where they run each other. And I assumed they were gonna go that route. Surprisingly, this movie actually does something original, but it was so bland that I honestly can't remember what it was. I think she jumps in the air and stabs him. I thought she pulled a gun. Oh, she... that was it, yeah. Yeah, she she, she she jumps in the air, pulls out her pistol, and shoots him several like times. Like, three times. She, she hops on him and shoots him in the mouth. So we hear the shitty, uh, you know, crap emo soundtrack kick back in, and, you know, go down. She's ending her dance. Everyone's mystified. We didn't get to see it, obviously. Um, but oh, apparently wow. when she dances, everyone can, can't help but watch her, and no one notices things. Like, uh... Anything. <sighs> wow. Okay. I kind of want to skip the rest of the movie and go in, like, the, the next action sequence. Cause yeah, because then nothing happens in the... No, she it's, scrubs it's, some it's floors. It's strippers crying. She scrubs some floors. Get attacked Aaron's by the sandwich crying. chef. 
Rocket's sister, whatever her name was. Sandwich Chef is in this movie. What? Which? The, the, the chef, he has the hat on, and he grabs a sandwich, and he, like, as he oh. goes into his mouth, he just looks exactly like the sandwich <laughs> chef. I was like, someone on the directorial team was a B-tard. Probably all of the directorial team were B-tards. This is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, next action sequence. Yay! Doomsday Apocalypse World War One. <laughs> two. The War, final one. Conflict. No, it was one. It was World one War and one, two. two. It's like it's World like, War One and Two with modern day weaponry for them for some reason. Okay, I wanna I wanna give this movie some credit. That scene, if they took out almost everything, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been good. Let me explain this. You know, if the characters, if the cardboard cows weren't so bland, if this movie did everything to be not this movie, if the cardboard cow, if we actually just had like. You know what? Give me Red Brown. Give me Red Brown and no, run through that no, World don't, War II No, don't, don't wish. No, oh my god. <laughs> that would be better and you know it. Ah! Yeah! <laughs> Space Mutiny in World War One. No, World War One. it was like World War One. there was Zeppelins everywhere. Britain, I, I, I'm guessing it's supposed to be England. I'm guessing. I don't know, they probably could have fucked that up and say, oh, this is France or Germany or Russia, you know, where Zeppelins bombed everything. No, there's Zeppelins this is in the air. Britannia. All hell Britannia. No, the the sky was kind of clouding up because of so much explosives and shit. Triplanes and biplanes flying everywhere. And World War One trench soldiers. This could have been like you know how people somehow imagine, like, the Cold War becoming the doomsday, like, shit exploding everywhere? Why didn't we just pay all the... We, we, we... Why didn't they just pay all those extras to just have a battle scene? That would have been cool. Yeah, it would have been cool to have, like... You know, they wearing those gas masks. They should have thrown, like, mustard gas, like, to make it... Like, it would... What they're trying to get is doomsday England. Like, the world's fucking in. The Germans have invaded... Everything's going to shit. Like, the Allies didn't It was win. fucking Killzone McResistance. Yeah. It's been the Hellgas show up, but... The Hellgas... At least the Hellgas... Or, like... Ah. The general red spectacles for all you OG... Fucking... Anyone with red... Anything... There. Anyone with red around their eyes? Evil, by the way. Anime or too is, much eyeliner for that. Anime time. has taught me that. <laughs> no, but they, they start to fuck it up because the girls all appear for the first time. Modern weaponry, and including a German-made submachine gun. Modern whore outfits. Yeah, modern whore outfits, and the guy is dressed like a Soviet commissar, which, <laughs> and he has he has that German rifle, you know, the bombs and Madigan? That's that's that gun. He's using a he's dressed like a fucking Soviet. What? No. I thought that was Hitler, honestly. <laughs> I just assumed. Hitler, give the strength. <laughs> no, this could have been cool. They could have had some generic action, action sequence where it's trench warfare. But the thing is, it's like, whenever they have a mission to capture the map, which the yeah, samurai like the guy, map. with the same guy, gives them, they're like, okay, this German guy has a map. You gotta stop him before he gets to the Zeppelin and escapes. I got a special assignment for you, Asian woman. You're gonna get in the fucking robot and fly around and be in the movie for no, all of five don't, seconds. Don't, don't talk. I'm, we already I, talked about the robot, though. The, the robot. Okay. The 
And see, that would have been cool. Like yes, a squad, yes. a squad of World War One soldiers desperately trying to trace this courier. We run. haven't even gotten around to the mechanical robot Nazi zombies. No, and then he's trying to run away for his goddamn life because he has one map. He's trying to get to a giant war zeppelin. That would have been cool. No, this movie didn't do that. Zack Snyder's unused ideas movie. I could write a better movie than this. I think there was writing involved. No. Um, okay, so the thing is they have all the soldiers in the trenches. And the guy with the sniper rifle looks up. And you know, he kind of signals the charge. And you kind of hear a whistle in the background. Kind of hinting at what happened when the officer is supposed to you know, blow a whistle. And everyone's supposed to charge the fuck out of the trench line. They didn't really do that. No, they just run around the trenches like retards. Get stabbed by blonde chick in did, slow motion. Did any of those soldiers, where did they go? Did they all get killed? They all died and then Japan away. <laughs> no, no, the, of course the girls... Uh, what got... happens is the giant rock monster off camera just flies through and scoops them up to take them off to a better movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, so they get in the trenches and... No, no, well the guy knows... He's like, the German scientists have found out to bring their dead back to the front lines. And they're powered by steampunk, of all things. Steam, clockwork. Ah, steampunk. <laughs> oh, God. Steampunk. If you want to talk about art styles, we can those It's substance. not even steampunk. They're trying to do that. They were trying. They it, were failing. Well, steampunk's like a subgenre, a style with no substance. You know what it There's was? No we can't show blood, but we have to show something. So they they bring the Nazi the Nazi World War One scientists, guys, um, they parted. They bring back their dead. So every time they get shot, steam, phew, out of them, and they kind of just fall and die after one shot. But they still have. Oh, they all sound like attack. And the guy kind of speaks German. I don't think that was German. I think that was made up language. I think that was like. Someone who thought they were speaking German? But they're speaking like Mongolians. That was Klingon. Hey. No, okay, so they're the squad of four or five, I don't fucking care. They're all going around Japan. I don't fucking care, the movie. I don't care. The podcast. Where's my money? Give me my paycheck. I'm Zack Snyder. I made this movie. <laughs> hey, Trent, did you know that this is Zack Snyder's first original movie? I can tell. <laughs> well, I think you Snyder. I was about to call him Rob Schneider. <laughs> I, I think he could have written a better movie. I keep thinking Zack Snyder's the guy from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> That's Screech. No, no, the guy named Zack in Saved by the Bell. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. Why are we getting, we're getting off track. I just so, want to, I, I don't want to talk about this movie, so... Well, too bad this is your idea. So they, so they go around, they're using their guns, and of course the girl's using... Is she the only one to use a katana? Yeah, she's, she has the katana and the Colt, and everyone else has assault rifles, modern-day assault rifles. Uh, and so she's going around like, shoot, 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 and of course they get out of trouble until, for some reason... The hell gas. The, the German soldiers, you know, who have been decayed and brought back, you can tell they're decayed, still have muscle strength. And they managed to overpower these special forces whores. <laughs> so, a couple of them get in trouble. Today, girls, we will be sending you into battle. In a corset. Corset. The ultimate in protective armor. Uh, 
And high heels. So there's a couple times they almost get bayoneted and shot, but of course someone with a, a nice modern-day assault rifle shooting modern-day rounds is, of course, they're annihilating these people because all they wear is trench coats. Yeah. Okay. But then the hell gas show up. Yeah. The and super, the hell gas. No, the super dead. The super dead Germans. They're bad nah. gas. Come on. They had the, the, the super gas mask on the red eye. The general uh, Kerberos soldier. Okay, so... Um, they show up for all five seconds, and they look really cool. Pretty much, they're, five pretty much they're the general's bodyguard. And there's like one of them. There's like two. There's maybe three, but I sw- they only show one at a time. Oh, yeah. He, I can pretend it's the I mean, same They're supposed one. to be super elite, and I was expecting them to have swords and be like... Counteract battles between you know these retardedly girls. Kind of like uh, how General uh, fucking raped Baconface <laughs> tried to <laughs> sword fighter. Oh yeah, with a uh, German you know, officer the, sword. Officer sword. I'm like, okay. So, in the meantime, this courier gets stabbed with a katana. Manages to pull it out, run away. <laughs> Still bleeding. And oddly enough, that's where that guy gets stabbed. Weren't they trying to make the guy with the map look vaguely like Gomez Adams? Yeah. I, he, I he thought was. it was that the was first the actor. Movie. Was it? Yeah. And he gets stabbed in the same place. Oh! Wow, this movie actually had... Sl- no, wait. Wrong shoulder. Wow, they fucked that yeah. up. <laughs> Do you think he thought about this movie? No. I think that that point he was like, we'll get have it so that she puts the katana in the same place. But... Wrong shoulder. Fuck that up. Hello, my name is Zack Schneider, and I make good movies. <laughs> Here is my original idea. And I he make d- good movies. And he drew, he drew everything. <laughs> In crayon. Okay, so the courier, now running for his fucking life, because these girls, like, superhero squad. And they're lo- lowering a blimp form, but then they decide, okay, fuck him, we're going to raise the blimp so that he has to do an extreme jump onto the last rung of the ladder. But it looks like he gets away, you know. Um, then, then slow-mo one of the girls, bitch can't do slow-mo bullshit. And she tries shooting. And she's like, Nicole. Then one of the girls, I think that was Baby or whatever, she picks up. Baby doll. She, she picks up this gun. I'm like, oh, that gun looks kind of familiar. It's the. Uh, she doesn't just pick up the gun. They're, they're trying to load it and fucking raped bacon faces like. And she kills them both. Takes the gun, of course. Why, is it, why are they trying to mount the gun if one young woman can... Uh, because this is bullshit, Frank. See, in World War One, you couldn't hold those guns by one hand. Those things yeah, you can. She did it. In the movie. The movie didn't care. I watched it. Those girls... The girls were beyond those rules. Yeah. Because they weren't officially part of it. They were the ones that were doing it. They were the outsiders. The outsiders. In a dream. <laughs> You gotta go deeper. Gotta go it's my, it's myself insert fanfiction character, and if she wants to use a mounted machine gun with one arm, then why not? And that made sense. That, if Red Brown did that, you'd at least believe it. Yeah, and see, you know, they're they're trying to set up like they're still trying to play by the broken rules. <laughs> so of course, the evil guy, you know, they get killed. So she picks it up one hand, starts shooting the blimp. Of course, the bullets do nothing to the blimp. So she aims for one of the little side, like... Side blimps. Side things. It blows up. Then the thing starts to ignite, like healing, you know. She blows up the Zeppelin. Obviously, well, the courier lives, because he gets thrown... Forward. To, forward to wherever land. 
<laughs> he gets picked up by the rock monster. <laughs> it's Japan. No, he actually reappears because she picks up the, uh, the, the, the bag by the sword. And she gets surrounded by German troops, of course, because she's acting like a fucking idiot. Oh, and then they throw the map up. Yeah, she throws the map up. And it goes 100 million feet in the air. <laughs> she goes as high, it goes as high as those biplanes were flying in the air. It's scraping the stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> like, you could have just put a hammer and sickle, and that would have been the Soviet Union space program. <laughs> she threw it that high. She threw it, she, shoo! <laughs> she throws it up high. For about two minutes is up there. Yeah. Two fucking minutes. And it doesn't it doesn't start to Well it deployed its parachute missile system. Don't you know that all maps have that? Yeah, all map bags uh have no atmosphere re and robot comes back. Yeah, robot comes back, lands and you know, kills one guy. Mm-hmm. So her friends all get on the mech with some of the damage, flies up flies up to where the biplanes about an elevated you know, she grabs the map. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. And then it flies back into the whorehouse. Yep. And Not literally, it just transitions. Yeah, transitions. Like, smash cut, which, you know, some people are like, you cannot use smash cuts in a movie. Um, I'm fine with them when they make sense. Like, when it's supposed to be a shocking circumstance, or when it's just supposed to be like, you know, an abrupt cut. You don't do that in... Like, transitioning scenes. You got smash cut to women crying. <laughs> I'm a stripper. It's like my Japanese anime. <laughs> I'm Otacon now. Okay, so... There's obviously no telephones anywhere. Uh, can we can we skip more part of the movie? Yeah, we'll skip more of this. Because it's the same thing! The They're same all crying! Thing. And then Rocket Sister's like, this is too dangerous. This is too dangerous. Oh, no, 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 that was, no, that was after the next scene, because they get too stuff. They get, um... Oh, no, there's still some. this is too dangerous, and then Baby's like, we must fight for our freedom! Freedom! First, we have to reapply our makeup! Okay, next action sequence was Lord... Uh, it was like... Okay. Lord of the so, Rings. Okay, so start off. They're flying in a World War II, like, bomber. I'm like, oh, this looks interesting. This is going to be, like, World War II. Like, they're bombing some yeah, shit over Germany. It looks like they're flying over hell. That's what it looked like to me. I was like, wow, no wonder Nicolas Cage drove out of this movie at the beginning of Drive Angry. It's like, it's like they're going to bomb some, like, devils and shit, like, in hell. No, no, Nazgul. No, it's, it's, it's in, um, we can't use Mordor, so we have to make everything lava. And a giant castle, which again sieged by Europeans, I guess. Knights. We have set the movie in Diablo two. <laughs> That's an insult to Diablo two. <laughs> so they're going around in this plane, and the guy's explaining, "Okay, you have to go in there." Oh, and I forgot to tell you, you have to slit the throat of a baby. <laughs> he says that. <laughs> I'm like, like, holy they're like, shit! They're kill a baby? Maybe it's a demon? Maybe? <laughs> he didn't say it was a baby dragon, which. Okay, so like, you have to slit the throat of a baby, and inside you find two magnificent stones. Rub them together, you get magnificent fire. I'm Black like, them together, it makes the northern lights. I'm like, fucking man, are you senile? We're going and sieging uh, Lord of the Rings Castle. What? None of the girls objected to it. They didn't even look phased. I would have okay. been, been like, are you fucking nuts? Okay, so they're, they're in a bomber. A bomber. They're, they're not even bombing anything. No. 
No. They're, they're flying around. This ta- this castle's under siege by people you don't see yet, but they're knights. They're like. using mounted anti-aircraft guns off of a bomber. Yeah. Okay. So, you can see which amount to the orcs in Lord of the Rings. I'm pretty sure they got the all Nazgul. those... The Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got all those costumes discounted because Lord of the Rings couldn't use them anymore. <laughs> no more movies. So they got the same costumes. They colored them a bit different. So they're like... See this airplane, and of course they. Uh, I'll talk about that later. So, they they jump out, start killing all these orcs with guns, breach the castle, and in in the World War One setting, the hell guest Nazi zombies actually did something, and they had they actually yeah, had this a one, The orcs are just like ah, I'm done, gun, gunpowder. No, at least the Helga soldiers actually overpowered them at certain times, and they shot. They shot. And guns. this action sequence wasn't so much stupid. I mean, it was stupid, but it wasn't like outlandish and it was, stupid. It was, it was just, just boring. Boring as fuck. I mean, boring. Yes, we see this baby dragon, which you know, I was like, that. That's a. I honestly was like, oh, look at the dragon. He's fucking sleeping. You're gonna slit his throat, you heartless bitch. No, no, he said baby. He didn't say anything. He didn't say that. baby dragon. He's like, you gotta slit this baby's throat. You gotta stab the baby right in the throat. You're gonna stab it for America. <laughs> and, and I think it had an American like the star. I'm like, the it fuck? had American World War Two era cheesecake artwork on the side. Yeah. Okay, so she sees this baby dragon. She's like, kind of regretting it. She's like, oh, oh well. She's not kind of regretting it. She's just like, <laughs> slit the baby's throat, holds it up, and the neck's starting to come like done. <laughs> the other girl gets the stones, and she's got like, "Ew, this is gross," and not like, "We just killed a baby." That baby dragon probably would have liked them, but no. So let's throw, grab the stones, uh, flip. We, we could have had Aragon with that and horse, or how to train your train your dragon. <laughs> That's how that movie should have went. They should have killed that fucking dragon. Slaughter his fire stones. So they ignite it. Northern lights. Um, of course they're super loud didn't, about Didn't this. he say, by the way, don't wake the mother? Yeah, don't wake the mother. Yeah, you know what wakes people up? Clacking and making fucking flaming northern lights. So the dragon, this giant fucking thing, so it starts shooting fire, so they run out. And then when they get to the courtyard, I think, whatever, all the orcs are dead. When they get to the CGI. Yeah. When they get to the set of Dungeons and Dragons, the movie. Then the, Euro- the European knights breach in. And they're kind of like, what the fuck? Because everyone's dead. And they see these girls. And I thought they're on the same side because they're kind of attacking the same thing. Yeah. No. Uh, so the dragon pops out. And the Europeans are like, fuck. So, of course, the girls start slaying all those knights and the bullets, of course. It's just like, boom, boom, boom. They're all getting slaughtered. Like, Paper mache armor. That's a wonderful cost-cutting measure. Out, out, of all, out of all the action sequences. Thanks, these, Lord British. It's like all the action sequences. These guys didn't stand a chance. He's like swords and shit. <laughs> but then we have the dragon. Flaps its ass. Goes after the plane, even though they just it just saw the blonde chick stab its baby in the throat. Um, plane does some stupid ass maneuvers. One of the horse tries to get in the back in the bombardier's uh, compartment. Can you tell I'm trying to rush through this? part of the movie. Yeah. No, no, I want to talk about the orcs, the slingshot they did. <laughs> they, they get a catapult. Two guys in there, shoot. And Where did they go? Oh, yeah. On yeah, the on the plane. plane. He punches the thing out and tries choking the bitch, the, uh, uh, whatever her name is, starts choking Amber. Her. So he gets shot. 
Then the other guy gets shot, and he goes through the propeller, and it's a pointless scene, by the way. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. Okay. Oh, let's just skip this. They kill the dragon. They get... No, no, no. They, she kills the dragon doing uh, fucking slow-mo hardcore bullshit. Oh. She jumps over its oh, head yeah. and stabs it right through the top of the head. And it dies. And they win. And whiny emo soundtrack comes back. I don't know where they get... They have to steal this monstrous lighter. From slitting the throat of a baby dragon. We forgot to talk about Dr. Pimping. <laughs> oh, get <yeah>, the mayor. <laughs> the mayor? Who they're stealing the lighter from? It's like, Pimping it's like, is motherfucker ever. It's like the mayor. Best character in the goddamn movie. It's like the mayor from uh, Townsville, the Powerpuff Girl city. Just got pimped out one day. Just yeah. walked in someplace. It was like Fat Ben Stein mixed with Elton John mixed with Awesome. To do anywhere he walked, I just felt like... He's from a better movie. <laughs> yeah, he's just visiting this movie. And he's probably like, this shit sucks. He just wandered onto the uh, set one day. He was like, bitch, dance for me. And she does, and they're like, oh, we can yeah, use this. We can use it. That, Japan. That's in the movie. Okay, so she, they, the horse. All of the guys from The Lord of the Rings will borrow their costumes and make other shitty action sequences. We have send this piece of crap by 20 minutes. We haven't explained every... Like, scene has, like, some shitty movie they bought the... Or shitty song they bought the rights to. Oh, God. We'll get to the soundtrack later. <laughs> that will be in those. We're going to be talking about the soundtrack for a while. I so, have they get the lighter. I'm like, okay, well, Flintstone, that kind of makes sense in a fantasy setting. But slitting the throat of a baby to get that. Yeah. Whatever. They get the lighter. Skip, because they're just talking. Gomez Adams is like, rarg, rarg, rarg. And he, then... They're trying to get a knife from Fast. <laughs> oh my god. A fucking... Sandwich guy. Sandwich guy. Oh man. So they... they Where do they go for that one? The future. Oh yeah, that was the shitty... The future. Oh. Uh, they go to the Kessel Run from Rogue Squadron. Yes. The train... Uh, I want to explain the tracks. Or, or Shadows of the Empire when they're jumping from train to train. Yeah. And you actually have to kill robots. And then he gets IGA, he makes a horrific noise, but, um... Oh, God. Anyway. The train, Sergeant Space... He has a space trench coat now. With a <laughs> zipper! The zipper! You can see the zipper in the back! It looked like Mr. Rogers was in the Matrix. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like the... Won't you be my neighbor? In slow motion, it's okay to feel sad. Shut up. <laughs> um... Okay, so they explain there's a bomb. You have to kill these mechanized gunmen. Mechanized gunmen. Mechanized gunmen. You have to kill clones of Thomas Bangalter from Daft Punk. <laughs> and, and they're like, you have to deactivate this bomb, then steal it. They know you're human after all, and they're going right for your life. <laughs> okay, so they blow up the back of the train with Get the in it. And proceed to have the worst action scene out of the whole movie. Uh, of course, Katana... Couldn't you tell what was going on? Uh, Katana Girl was in front... It seemed like they killed the same room of people. Because there was, was only, like, eight guys. How long was that train supposed to be? Because I thought it was, like, two cars. He said a dozen mechanized gunmen. And they killed, like, 50. <laughs> okay, so they kill... Let's just say they, they end up killing all these gunmen after some... I don't even want to talk about the action. The scenes. horrible, horrible slow motion shaky cam. It's like they're shooting, scene. and some girls like rifle butt. And... It's like they do the thing where they move the camera really fast over so another girl. Slow motion action shot. Do it, and then keep moving it. And that horrible. horrible they're milking the scene. Horribly visual. Whatever effort they put into it. 
When they get to the bomb from Halo with the soothing computer voice. Gonna give the Covenant back their bomb. That scene was cool compared to this. Bomb will explode in four minutes. This bomb will explode in four minutes and 30 seconds. Have a nice day. Deactivation sequence activated. Eebop-bop-boop. So they deactivate the bomb and they hook it up. And But there's a dead robot. Well, they think It reactivates dead. the bomb, which is shorthand for uh, Fat Chef had a shitty radio and it gets And the thing out. is, I, I think, I don't know if we should put this in, but the whole bomb exploding in four minutes, it's either that's how long he's going to be mesmerized or that's how long until he ejaculates. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, that's how long the shitty emo song lasts, Trent. True. <laughs> it's all those three things. Before it's that shit long, pops, how long pops his boner. <sighs> okay, you can tell that guy's never been touched in his life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he has a horrible, horrible wife. Anyway. A wife, yeah, right. Um, so the robot it reactivates it. They can't stop it for some reason, again. Well, you gotta remember, this is all hallucination based on some dumb bitch dancing on the table. And the whole bomb reactivating that robot's supposed to be water that's hitting the radio, so it's like shorting out. Yeah. However that works. Um, I don't know why. Did she start, like... Because it cuts back to... It was to, the water they spilled from the potatoes. Yeah. It cuts back to not reality. Yeah. And, you know, obviously they fucked up because the chef's like, What the hell are you doing? So Does she start dancing again? Because they get back in a hallucination. Yeah, whenever she gets stabbed, she just like... After she gets stabbed, she starts doing this. I don't think she's dancing. I think she's like trying to cope with it. Just wigging out. Okay, so the, the fat shit stabs Rocket. And then, the only girl that was somewhat attractive. And she has this horrible John Wayne-esque and, death scene. <laughs> right on the trail. You gotta tell mom, you gotta live, fight, weapons, weapon. You gotta live for your fight so one day you can die again tomorrow forever. <laughs> so she dies. I'm like, good. We're shortening the cast. This movie's getting along. Hopefully the next scene will be better. No. Okay, so fat shit <laughs> chef kills one. But they get the knife. <laughs> I just realized it's like map, knife, fire, key, wind, water. It's like a really shit. <laughs> they're making really crap Captain Planet. <laughs> Captain Planet. Ah, uh, so, so they, they get the knife. Yeah, I don't they, know how the hell they get the knife. Yeah, how, they they don't show, explain how they got. They the don't knife. show. I think one of the girls hit it. Yeah. Because um, he checks. He checks. We have more story bullshit. Do we have Gomez going off on him again? One of the girls flips, but uh, they don't realize it. And no, one of the girls starts talking to Vieira, the doctor who. <laughs> doctor Russian. Doctor Russian. No, the whole point of her is she's doing. She's making these girls hallucinate. Probably, I'm guessing with drugs too. With drugs and like kind of music, the therapy, um, to make them hallucinate to make them feel better. Um, basically, one of the girls breaks down, starts talking. This whole plan. That's probably going to get them killed. And, oh, wait. It does get most of the girls killed. <laughs> and one lobotomized. Um, okay, so uh, Mr. Blue Jones, uh, I can't grow a proper mustache. That was totally a fake mustache. I, I can grow a better mustache. And I can. You have a better mustache yes, right now. Than right me. now. I am a better actor. Okay, so, <laughs> so Blondie explains, I guess she spills the beans on everything. Because Trisha Takanawa, whatever her name was, gets shot. Uh, no, he, he kills her. 
when the high rollers there. Like they're supposed to be dancing. Well, they he, she, yeah. She was supposed. To, she goes to like at this point, and they're kind of ambiguous as to whether he knows everything or not. Because we have the scene where Blondie rolls, and the knife scene, and he busts in. And he's like, uh, "Asian woman, you're on. Uh, you're on maining the uh, sweet peas part because her sister just got murdered." Okay. Apparently, he just said "fuck it" because murders her. Murders the only viable backup dancer and tries to rape the chick that he's getting money no, for retard from. He shoots. He shoots the uh, the one girl back of the head. I'm like, well, you have like, you. I'm guessing the high roller in that fantasy was a mobster. Let's just say that. Yeah. Some casino holder. He held like pie millionaire. The point is, you have some dude with guys with guns. Who you have? They have more guys with guns than you do. And they have to hear those shots. Yeah. Well, of course, uh, Snyder doesn't take that in consideration. And they're, ex- they're expecting to see a harlot and a nice one of that. Okay, so he kills one of the girls. Then he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't like snitches, but you, you told me everything. Kaboom! Shoots her. Then tries to awkwardly rape and cry about <laughs> talking about playground and toys. It was like he was the rape victim. <laughs> <laughs> he got raped. He's like, it's like... It's like I'm a kid on a sandbox in the corner, and they only playing with my toys. With me, but me. <laughs> so I'm start playing. With seeing my... him trying to act is like seeing a robot trying. <laughs> well, like to say, it's like trying to see Steven Seagal speak anything but ham. <laughs> it doesn't work. It his his really his speech about being a kid that awkward as fuck. <laughs> a- am I the only one? Yeah, that was incredibly awkward. That was like, oh, so you have, like, growing up issues, so you're gonna... That was the why so serious of this movie. Yeah, okay, so he kind of tries to rape that one girl. Gets stabbed. Gets stabbed. And the thing is, it's the opposite shoulder. That could have been a cool foreshadowing, but nope, they fucked that up. (laughs) He gets stabbed, they run off, and they kind of start their escape early. Okay. They start the escape, set the place on fire, and then they get out to the front, they see the high roller, still the well, worst name ever for a person. Well, okay, well, they use the light, let's explain this, they use the lighter to light the, the, building on the, fire. the janitor's office, where all the chemicals, light that on fire. They use Mr. Blue's keys, where when she stabbed him, she took the keys, because he always wore it, for some reason. Idiot. Uh, they use the map because they need the strategy guide to Batman Arkham Asylum. <laughs> so the thing is, this, this part of the scavenger hunt this whole movie is, they have to get the blade from the kitchen guy. Okay, well they got it. It costs one of them the lives. Codename Kitchen Knife. So what do they use the knife for? They're like, oh, to use it whatever comes along the way. They use the knife to get the key. They never use the knife again. We're, they don't show where the knife goes. They just don't wield it anymore. You know what they could have used the knife for? Or killing everyone? No. You know what they wouldn't even need the knife for? Because they could just mesmerize one of the guards. Get a gun! They like guns. You stupid fuck! Get a gun, and then immediately after you get the gun, start capping bitches. Yep. No. Of course, these get all the guards into the room. I mean, I know that he was suspicious at that point, but fucking Gomez had the biggest hard on for our adolescent-looking. Heroin. Oh, you're my toy. Just, like, oh. tell him, I'm going to dance for all the guards and you. There you go. 
Then, I'm going to give you a gift. Yeah. So they use the knife to get the key. They use the key, which is a master key to everything. Isn't this like, this is like to give if you give a mouse a cookie. Yeah. So it's the key to everything. And Ever. they start the fire, and the cell, the cell, like the super cell door, is automatically unlocked because apparently the key that unlocks everything can unlock that. I thought they were gonna bullshit that. So they escape. Well, somewhat. They get outside, and the girl's like, "I'm not the main character. You are." So she distract distracts the high roller by kicking him in the junk, by zoning out and kicking him in the balls. So what's her face runs away. Um, later on we see, I guess, it looks like the 50s, though. That's supposed to be, that's supposed to be the 60s. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, the 50s, she's getting on the bus, these two officers try, you know, oh, we didn't talk about the police coming. But that's after. Yeah. I think. The two officers. No, no, they, she matter. drove off and that was it. Yeah. Okay, no, no, no. So, um, what's her face? Baby gets captured by, you know, by kicking the high roller in the balls. He gets lobotomized because... That's what they immediately switched to is her getting him. He's like that. The doctor's like that. Look in her eyes. Blah, but blah, she blah. wanted me to do it. Then he starts. <laughs> he starts talking to the doctor Pierre, and he's like, "Well, you signed this." Doctor Russia realizes that Gomez forged signature. Gomez, who apparently actually got stabbed, like all this shit in the stripper thing happened. Yeah, yeah, that actually, um, that actually happened. It, it, locks, lock, like takes his goons. Locks baby in a chair, tries to rape the comatose woman. I guess. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> and he also starts crying. Faggot. <laughs> so he starts crying. He, I don't know. He was going on about something. I zoned out. The police come! Huzzah. The, Yay. Because apparently the doctor spilled the beans on what the hell's happening here. Yep. Like she should have done probably like... Ever. Years ago. Ago. Um... So the police probably arrest and shut down the asylum because they're abusing and I would say raping because he, he touched everyone in the broken room. <laughs> he was very fucking awkward. That any scene that guy was in was just awkward. <laughs> um okay, so we cut to what's her face? She it's like Sweet P. Sweet. What was that wasn't her name. That was her name. Rocket's sister. Sweet Pea was It her sounds name. better than Rocket's sister. Sweet Pea's retarded. Yeah, I know. So she she tries to get on a bus. And two stopped officers by two her. state troopers. Yeah, because... I don't know why, because... No, 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 because... Well, she was a part of that. Say this out. Yeah, at. but I mean, it's not really like she looks all that conspicuous. Now, they probably... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They never explain that. I'm, I'm giving this I guess they had a, a description or something. A vague description. And the bus driver's like... Oh, she's been on this bus since Houston. It's like 10 years. She goes to Harvard, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't know why. He, he, She's my daughter. He didn't say that. <laughs> Might he, as well have. Yeah, yeah, he lied about everything. I don't know why. And one more thing. Because he was the weird dream colonel. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. I don't know. And one more thing. You gotta slit the baby's throat. Yeah, no. One more thing. She's been a joy the entire time. If I were a cop, that would have fucking tipped me off. Yeah, she's been a joy the entire entire journey. I'm like, you either that or I would just fuck. assume the uh, old man's getting ahead or something. That creepy old man. But anyway, so she they start driving. Drive off. off some bullshit about how you control your own destiny. You have the weapons. You and the audience are, have the weapons to power the victory against the. 
space Nazi robot Nazgul. Nazgul's World War One. <laughs> That's the movie. So we're gonna talk a little bit about the soundtrack because I think that actually plays an important role. We're gonna talk I don't about know, the musical ear rape in this movie. I do not pay attention to the, any of the songs. Besides, they all sound like Linkin Park, Evanescence, and My Chemical Romance. I heard, well, they were all female singers, so I guess it was all like Evanescence, but I had heard that one that is basically like, I think it's a Paramore song, honestly, and, you know, who the hell listens to Paramore? But the one talking about uh, one pill makes you bigger and one pill makes you smaller, which is a, you know, the song's a huge Alice in Wonderland reference, so it really makes sense that they were playing that one. In the future. Uh, I mean, I guess I can kind of get the Alice in Wonderland reference since, you know, she's she, crazy. She keeps on diving into weird realities and stuff. But the whole... They play that throughout. Um, they, they, they rape a Beatles song. Yeah, they play... Don't forget what the doorman said, feed your head, during the World War One scene. That, that fit perfectly. And it's a horrible cover, by the way. Feed your head... I'd rather that bitch be giving me head. Am I right? <laughs> the, okay, the soundtrack. I, I seriously thought they got the rights for some of the songs. And they're like, well, we can't put this in a music Build video. Build a movie out of this. Build a movie around it. I wouldn't I wouldn't be fucking surprised. Um, but no, so, Zack Snyder's been working on this since before Watchmen. Yep, that's that's forever. That's been a while. Watchmen's a pre- it's, it's starting to age. Like, when the hell did Watchmen come? We watched that... Was it 2009? Yeah, so it's been like three years or so. It took them three years to write that shit? Yeah. No. Three years to write and produce? No. There's no... There's... <sighs> Why is this movie a disaster? Okay, opinions time. Bad no. soundtrack. No characterization. Everyone seems like they're made of cardboard and interchangeable. And I barely knew their fucking names. And the movie, you can tell the movie, knows that you don't give a shit what their names are. They're just tits and ass number five. And, and not even that hot because it's a PG-13 movie. Um, yeah, so that, that sacrifices the one benefit you might get out of the day. If you find, like, ballerina leotard sexy, then maybe this is the movie If for you, you get off to Japanese schoolgirl uniforms and prepubescent chicks, then if you're you probably off- should be in prison. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be listening to this. You should probably be in jail. You must be listening to this from a state pen. <laughs> no, it, it's this is the movie that everyone's weird Uncle Jeff likes. <laughs> yeah, this is you know, the one who gives shit the weird eyes at uh, the fucking family reunion. <laughs> no, this is it, you would like this movie if you're Otacon from Metal Gear. If you just I I I don't, I don't know. even think he would like that this movie. It's like my Japanese anime. <laughs> But yeah, there's no characterization. There's barely any coherent plot. I mean, let's see. What coherent plot can you make out of this? Girl, uh, her mom dies, gets put in an insane asylum, and attempts to escape. That's the plot. Yep. Lobotomy. It's also important. Oh, yeah. Lobotomy. Lobotomy in five days by the high roller. <laughs> which roller. turns out to be some, like, just old, middle-aged white doctor. Who actually emotes something. But that's a. Can I go with my opinions? Or yeah. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And uh, all the action is lifted from something else, made stupid, and then slowed down, and 
quick cam edited so that you want to vomit in addition to being boring. I think that's it. Uh, I want to talk about the dialogue. My opinions on the dialogue. Holy shit. God, everyone, like the girls, when they talk, they just talk like, we gotta get out of here. You know, I mentioned Takashi Miike in the middle of the film. Because that, or not, like, towards the beginning of the, like, Japanese samurai bullshit one. Do. And the dialogue, there's this movie called Tsukiyaki Western Django. Um, where he has Japanese people speaking English that don't know English. So he's just having them, you know, speak it phonetically. And that dialogue sounds less, way less awkward than the dialogue in this thing. Uh, it's just the girl, when the girls talk, I, I they just talk. They say the same shit. If, I have think, to get out. It's too hard. No, it is not too You don't know hard. what happens to the last three girls. We have the power of friendship. And, and you, you want to know the sad thing? <laughs> that talking makes up most of the movie. You know Yu-Gi-Oh! has better dialogue than this shit. Yu-Gi-Oh! Screw the rules out <laughs> Um, Dialogue. The characters. Uh, they don't emote. What characters? Uh, two of the characters emote, which was Vera, the doctor, and vaguely. Lobotomy Doctor. Vera looks just vaguely, uh, vaguely depressed, and Lobotomy yeah. Doctor looks horrified that he's even in this movie. I, at least he, at least he kind of acted like a doctor who, like, kind of regrets doing a lobotomy. At, oh, I'm glad he starts to regret this whole thing. I'm glad know. he starts to regret hammering a spike into someone's eyeball. Yeah, without doing a, um... And how do you anesthetize against that, mind you? What do you mean? The spike eyeball. How do you anesthetize against that? I, I don't know. Ugh. Anyway, I don't I don't want to think about lobotomies. No. I need a lobotomy after this movie. <laughs> um, well, like I said earlier about the World War One scene, that had a lot of potential. That could have been cool. That could have been just... In been, another movie... Yeah. Handled by a different director. Or maybe even handled by the same director, because this is Zack Snyder. We've seen him do cool shit. 300 was cool. Watchmen was cool. Um, this movie, though, he needs he needs a writer. <laughs> yeah. He needs a writer you can, you desperately. Can, you can tell it was original content. I don't know if content. you can call it original or just, like, something at It was lifted content, but you can tell it was just made up of I, Any random bullshit that popped into his head. This is fucking horrible. Why am I talking about this? This is a horrible movie. Yeah, I'm, this movie doesn't deserve the hour and a half <laughs> we've given it. Shit. Well, you left it running. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. So. Um, things that oh the World War One scene. Think this goes into things. We're gonna go into things that could have made this movie better. Uh, whenever they start to hallucinate, um, their weapons fit the time era. And maybe they could have cut out the Nazi zombies. Maybe. I'm just going to go with general things like good acting, uh, good atmospheric soundtrack instead of America's Top 40 emo hits. (laughs) I kind of feel like this movie was a joke. Or at least characterization, because, I mean, if, if, again, Tarantino, the first of War Dog shows us anything... Your plot can be a little jumbled if your characters are good. And, and you can have characters you don't know a lot until they start talking. And they kind of reveal, like, Mr. White was an asshole. But you didn't know that. You kind of seem kind of like a, you know, 
kind of an asshole, but kind of like a, you know, a nice guy. Until he started talking, then you realize, oh wait, he's an asshole. These guys, you just they're just bland. If anything, like cardboard cutout. Yeah, like well, whenever they start to hallucinate, you know, they would go in different time eras. If the the weapons, it's the fit, same bland ass characters in different costumes. No, they're like the same costume, except for the medieval. They add like the shield, like the armor plating that does nothing. She has that in the future too. Whatever. Um, like, pretty much if they had just, a, you know, the World War One scene, if they had the simple story, these girls would, you know, maybe some, like, special forces, like, they're, they're, they're hand, there's handheld machine guns. They're prototyping their, their shit. But they could have, they could have had that. Could have been chasing just some. Just do an easy frame story consisting of every commando movie ever, um, and good effects. Yeah. Would have been a better movie than whatever the hell this was. Take out the mech. Try to keep the, uh, whatever hallucination time frames, like this story. I'm not even concerned with the fact that there was, like, mechs running around in World War II. I'm just concerned with the fact that it wasn't entertaining. It it was, it didn't, it didn't do anything. The mech added nothing to the scene. Nope. The girls added. It, It was just there to be cool, and that's, that's the main fault of this movie. It does everything to try to be cool. And try to appeal to what kids today like, or at least what fucking Zack Snyder likes in his weird sexual fantasies. It, it's like... It's and like it just completely falls apart because it's a fucking mess with no flow, no connectivity. And it just slams into these horrible action scenes, then goes back to women crying, and then slams into music. horrible action Shitty scenes. music everywhere. Shitty music. And the thing is with... It the, uses a really bad soundtrack to tie together all this shit. Oh. I don't even want to touch the soundtrack. Oh man, I didn't know why I talked about it. The um, thing is, with the, some movies, no, they don't have any substance. They try to just be cool. Because let's just face it, three hundred had no substance. It was just, it was, had nice art direction. It was just about men filled up with testosterone. That's it. Yeah, but at least it had a story. Yeah, you had some character. Courtesy, courtesy of Frank Miller, who, while not being a storytelling master, especially in some of the more recent Batman shit he's done, at least was able to provide enough of a frame so that he basically provides the lines so that Zack Snyder can color over them. And then this movie was the blank page where Zack Snyder just scribbled all over Well, I mean, this, mo- this movie, like, I, I think... I don't know, it, with the whole lobotomy, like, the whole escapism dream thing, I think it tries to be, like, that cheap knockoff of Inception. Yeah. It, it's like, it just... It's Inception for people who couldn't understand it. it. It's like, oh, they're in a dream in a dream? LOL, this is so deep. But we have to go deeper. This movie, like, tried to be cool with mechs. You know what they could have had in the future? Mechs. Yeah. They could have had Armored Core-style mechs. They could have been zooming around, blowing up this train thing by thing, while these, like, gunmen are shooting out. Because they capture... Why were robots trying to blow up a city? Eh. I mean, at least you can have some moto of the Germans actually wanting to invade the British Isles. That made sense. You had, you know, the knights attacking evil Mordor people. That made sense. This... No. It's just robots wanting to... Like, terrorist robots. 
Well, it didn't really so much make sense as it provided context clues to shit that you could link it to. Like, you can obviously link uh, Nazis slash World War One Germans to those wars, and you can link the Lord of the Rings bullshit to the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But the future bullshit was too generic so, to be from anything. The the one that would have given Snyder the most artistic license or maneuverability to do whatever fucking crazy thing he wanted in the future, it just he becomes failed. a bland mess. He failed at it. And I think that's an apt metaphor for this movie. It's a boring, bland, boring mess that's too concerned with style. I think the whole train scene stuff just sums up the movie. Basically. And I'm tired of talking about this shit. No, this doesn't. This didn't deserve the probably 30 minutes we've given it. <laughs> probably 30 minutes, hour, I don't know. Depends on it's what happens time. in editing. But that was the first of our half-assed podcasts. I've been Frank and will continue to be in the future. Yeah, I'm Trent. And signing out.